Welcome to the ASIM Podcast. My name's Andrew. I'm Nathan. I'm Chris. And I'm Evan. Today's topic will be on life coaching. We brought in Janice Cohen. It is located in Scarborough, Maine. This is Janice. Why did you make your business? Yeah, I found it. Why did I start my business? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've worked with a lot of organizations on what they call organizational consulting, helping them run better. And what I found out a lot of times is that people individually had issues with how to um, not so much do their work, but how they behaved, particularly with leaders, and to make hard decisions, to be able to have enough confidence in themselves. So I um, went to coaching, and I learned that coaching really helps people support them when they're in difficult places and to learn some of the things they need to do. Sometimes it's a skill, but mostly it's a way of behaving and uh, knowing how to handle people, how to manage people, um, how to set up processes that work. So um, I've really enjoyed the connections I've had. Uh, What is the hardest part of your job? Well, the hardest part for me is marketing because I don't particularly like to market. I like the coaching, but not the marketing. But that, but when it's actually the coaching, the hardest thing is to help people understand that they have the power to change their behavior. So if I'm somebody who's always um, um, getting angry at people quickly when they don't do what I want them to do, I can actually get to understand why I do that, and then I can work to change that. And that's as a coach, I help them do that. So getting them to help to really recognize what they're doing that's getting in the way of what they want to do or how they want to be is is the hardest part of it um, and sometimes the most rewarding. Okay, um, do you have a certain age group that you do or is it spread out a lot? Yeah, it's pretty spread out. Um, Because I've done a lot of coaching with leaders, they tend to be people who are older, people in their organizations. Uh, When I do uh, personal coaching, like live coaching, I can work with people in their early 20s or 20s when they're just getting out into life. Overall, I would say um, middle-aged and older is what I, I work mostly with. Uh, how, would, how would you say that, how has COVID affected your business? Because it's yeah. not as easy to meet up with people, I assume, right? Right. And yeah. I prefer the, what they call network marketing. I go and I make a presentation or I'm at a meeting, uh, maybe it's an event and I meet people. So that's easier. So the marketing part has definitely been uh, difficult. I think another um, piece, and I'm also working online, Zooming my coaching now as opposed to in person, which I used to do more of, um, that can be more difficult in connecting with people, getting them to feel comfortable with you. 
But one of the things that I think COVID has really done is it's created a mentality for people like, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long we're going to be in COVID. We don't know uh, if our business is going to change as a result of COVID. And so we've got a kind of a now um, viewpoint of everything. It's all I can do is what I can do now. I got to survive this. And with coaching, we're trying to help people not just survive, but get to a place that is going to be better for them. They're going to be a better leader. They're going to be able to make choices they want to make, um, have a job that they like, um, you know, get along with people better. So a lot of what I'm finding now is that people aren't accessing accessing coaches as often. And I think my coach friends would say the same thing because it's hard to get people um, focused on, on where they wanna go, not just surviving this COVID. And I'll say one last thing. I, I, I do a lot of my coaching in healthcare organizations and healthcare is a really good example of we're focused on now on surviving, you know, um, finding enough room. I was going to do some work uh, a couple of months ago, and the hospital had to use its space for giving vaccines, and they couldn't uh, do the training and work. So um, those are the ways that I've, I've found it's been hard getting through this time. Yeah, I understand how that can be like, but I can I understand how that can affect a, a business like yours. I do have a question. Okay. How would you define success? For me or for my client? Uh, let's do both. Okay. So for me, success is actually my clients doing, uh, feeling like they've been able to get to a place they couldn't have done on their own. So they have clarity about what they want. They have the capacity and uh, um, commitment to do what they need to do to get to where they want. So it's, it, you can just um, sense it when you have a client that is feeling that they, ah, I can do it now. And they go ahead and do it. And that to me is success for me. And for them, it's, it's actually doing it, seeing their life become different because of some power they have that they didn't have to make things, to take control of things and to change things in a direction they want. Uh, what was your favorite moment while working? Uh, I've had I've had a lot of uh, great moments. I think um, <laughs> I was working with a, a CEO who um, was very discouraged, decided to leave his job and um, had announced to his board of directors that he was going to leave. And it was he wanted the he wanted to leave the job because it wasn't they weren't supporting him to do what he needed to, but at the same time he hated to move his family, disrupt his family, and have to move. He was going to a different state. He had been offered another position, and we discussed how he what he wanted, being very clear if he were going to stay, and he expressed that to his board of directors. And he said he had another position, but this is what he would need to stay. And I was there in his office when he got a call and they went along with what he wanted. And he was able to keep the job he really wanted and to keep his family and stay 
where he was. So I think that was really a highlight I, uh, of seeing somebody um, kind of take the reins and not just give up, like give it one more chance and be very clear with themselves about what they needed and validate how important they were to the organization. What would you say an average day or schedule would involve I guess. Yeah. So it depends on, you know, obviously how busy I am. And in times when it's not COVID, I'm busier. So um, it would be, um, I very seldom have more than three coaching sessions in a day. And that might not sound long, three hours in a whole day. But you really, in preparing for those coaching sessions, in the follow-up and of course the work of running a business, which it can be the marketing, um, it can be a lot of promotional things that you do. So, um, and I find that I can't um, focus on more than that and really give a client my all to be totally present for them. Um, it isn't the kind of work that's what we call transactional. You just do something and you do the next thing. This is really something where you engage um, in a in a very deep way with with the client. So being totally present, not being tired, not being thinking the client I had before them or the client I'm going to have after them is is important for me. So um, so the activities of running my business are probably take half a day versus the um, um, the actual coaching. And the other thing is we do a lot as coaches to stay certified. So I'm still going to school, you know. <laughs> Uh, would you say you enjoy your job? And if you had the option, would you have chosen a or chosen a different job? Um, I do enjoy my job. I really do enjoy my job. And I think at different points in my life, which I've done a lot of different things in my life, I it wouldn't have been the right job for me. I liked being part of an organization. I liked having the ability to influence people outside, like I, I was a lobbyist one time. Um, but now having to, to have the more one-on-one -on -one relationships with people, being able to um, see them grow. And also I have a great flexibility in my schedule, especially now if I have a computer, I can do my work any place. So that's also kind of nice. How many clients do you think you would get in an average week, I guess? Or, then, or do you work with one client, like, or does it, do you work with one client for a longer period of time? Okay. So generally, when I start with a client, I contract for three months, and it's usually a weekly uh, meeting. But I give them three months, and then we check in and see if this is working for them, and we'll extend it another three months. I very seldom go more than six months. I find people often need a break. Um, from what they're working on and just practice and being with it. Um, having said that, I've worked with clients for years before because they just um, find the support important to their work. Um, and, uh, and, and it varies, but I, it's very seldom less than uh, three months or three sessions that I would work with somebody. Assuming that COVID wasn't around, where would you meet with your clients? Like what kind of space? Um, generally in their offices because I generally work, like I said, with leaders or organizations. And um, so 
I, I tend to go to their office. Um, you know, I've had people, I have an office in my home and I've had people come to, to my home to, um, to be coached also. Um, I don't know, I'm like everybody else. Will I just stick with Zoom when there's no more COVID? Um, it certainly is convenient and for some people actually like it better, particularly if when they travel or in distances. Um, I like to do at least the first visit where I'm building a relationship with them in person. So, right. would you say before COVID, did you do a lot of traveling for your job? I did some traveling. I'm fortunate that I've done m most of my work and most of my work in the state of Maine because um, because I like to see and work <clears throat> with people directly, uh, and I've been able to afford. But having done that, I I had a lot of um, clients in different parts of Maine. Um, not as many up north, thank God, but um, it's, uh, it, gets me, uh, it gets me to get out of the house. And you know, different cultures affect people differently. If you live in a rural culture, um, it's different than if you live in a city. So um, knowing the culture that people are in also is helpful in the work that I do. Also, different industries have different cultures. Very different working with somebody in an insurance industry than it is in the healthcare industry. Even though those industries relate, it's different in government versus, or in nonprofit organizations. I've done a fair amount of work in nonprofits, and um, the expectations of themselves and the reasons they work are often very different than you find in a private company. What's your least favorite part about this job? Well, I would go back to the marketing part. There's in a marketing relationship, if you can, if particularly if you can do it in person, you're using your skills. Often when you market, you make a connection with somebody and that's the same thing you do in coaching. So you're trying to build trust. But when you have to mass market, um, I write articles or I have a newsletter, a newsletter that goes out or make a podcast or something. It's a lot less personal and I don't really enjoy that. I mean, obviously I'm in this work because I, I do enjoy the personal connection. So I have to keep saying that the marketing piece of this, the two biggest pieces of my job are the marketing and the coaching. The other thing is the staying certified, staying connected in my profession as professional organizations I belong to, but I, that's fine. I enjoy that. So I have to keep going back to the marketing as the hardest part. Okay. I think that's yeah. all our questions. Yeah. Yeah, yes, so thank you for uh, coming on the show, I guess. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for doing this. I think uh, I'm sure you'll get a lot of insights from uh, talking to people about how, how COVID affect them and if you share that with the people you interviewed it'd be great yeah. and good luck with your project yep thank you. thank you have a great rest of your day yeah yeah, yeah. You. yeah thank you for joining us in today's podcast we hope to see you next time <laughs>